Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight and it is the festive season. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Oof. <laughs> but a bit of rough year, Timmy, is that what you're saying? I just had too much pork tonight. Okay. Uh, I thought I was out of stress of being a new father or, you know, no. pan- pandemic no, still making life stressful. No, no, just... Thursday night is pork night at my house. It's pork for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So it's just a lot of pork today. Thursday night is pork night in my house. That is a hell of a sentence. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. This is a horror movie podcast. We get together and we've watched the horror movie. We talk about it. It's really quite that simple. And it is December, which means it is our yearly tradition, of course, of doing some Christmas horror. So... Today, we are finally getting to one that's been on the to-do list for probably like three or four years at this point. Like it's all, it's, mm-hmm. it, This has almost been done every December for years. And finally, it's like, we, we got all the big heavy hitters out of the way. We could finally devote time to Santa's Sleigh from 2005 mm-hmm. starring Bill Goldberg. Mm-hmm. So, that's what we're talking about today. We'll start spoiler-free. That's we'll right. Give, we'll give you a warning before we go into it and all mm-hmm. sorts. Uh, Tim, are, are you familiar with uh-huh. the... With Mr. Bill Goldberg, but not being a wrestling person, he's yeah, I, I, he's some type of wrestle man. That's he's, all I know. He is indeed a wrestle man. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, Did he win the uh, AWE or whatever? AWE? <laughs> Does he have some type of belt? I don't know. I mean, he's won belts. Yes, at the they don't okay. try to keep them forever, Timmy. That's not. <laughs> okay. They win them, then they lose them at some point. That's usually how it, how it goes. Uh, I mean, he was basically, he was done by this time, I think. Like, is he, like, he was a WCW guy. That company went under. He was in WWE for, like, a year. And then and he left that in, like, like April 2004. To make Santa movies? To be in movies. I mean, he was in movies long before then, though. He he, he was in the uh, fourth Universal Soldier in 1999. I remember that. <laughs> okay. Quite vividly. He was one of the bad guys in that movie. Uh, but yes, out, out of nowhere, in 2005, he was in a Christmas film called Santa's Sleigh, spelled, of mm-hmm. course, S-L-A-Y, as in to slay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, this this is a vampire, right? And mm-hmm. you need to take care of them. You might slay them. Like, the Slayer, mm-hmm. like Buffy, and the hit television show, Buffy the Vampire right. Slayer. Mm-hmm. There you go. I wasn't sure where you're going with that at first, but you got there. You weren't? <laughs> was it obvious from the second I started emphasizing the word slay? <laughs> oh, you're at practice, Timmy. That's all it is. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Had you, had you seen night. this? <laughs> pork night. Welcome, everyone. It's pork night. <laughs> um, what's, what's Wednesday? Oh, um... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I you know I I froze up. I was trying to think of something funny and I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything funny. <laughs> the truth is, we the truth is we just eat whatever. We don't. We don't yeah. have. <laughs> we don't have specific days. <laughs> oh, well, I, I was going to test you for every single day of the week until you crumbled. Mm. You crumbled on the very first question. <laughs> the very first one I asked, you completely just fell into the fetal position and said, I'm sorry. It was just a joke. I have no more funny things like, to say. I couldn't take the pressure. The lights were getting hot. I was like, <laughs> you know, sweat was starting to come down my forehead. 
Oh dear. So uh, you, you hadn't seen this before either, right? This was a first time watch for both of us. I had seen the opening before. The opening. And, and I don't think I ever got past that part. Okay, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Uh, so yeah, uh, the basic premise of Santa's sleigh is that Santa is actually evil. He's actually Satan's son. He's the, Santa's <laughs> the son of Satan. Makes sense. And he's going around killing people over Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. There's a bit more to it that gets into mm-hmm. the spoilers as to like why and like why now and why he's not been killing people for mm-hmm. you know all of our lifetimes. But it gets into that. Don't worry. There's, there's a reason. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> If, if you care <laughs> if you're concerned <laughs> so uh that's basically it uh <laughs> in terms of the plot you know we've got a mm-hmm. pair of teenagers who are our main characters and claire from last claire from there's a lot of faces in this actually the actually the, yeah <laughs> the legendary actor james can is in this film <laughs> uh rebecca gayhart from stream 2 and urban legend is also uh in the early part of the film uh, the guy who almost married Daphne and Fraser, he's yeah, like in yeah. there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, and the main guy who I didn't, you know, I didn't know his name, but like I was like, he looks kind of familiar. Like, and I, I think the I've wrestler? seen him. A, I seen him in a couple of not not Goldberg, <laughs> the main kid, the main teenager, Nicholas. Okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, he he seems familiar. I feel like I've seen him, in, and I, I think I've seen him in a few things. But one thing in particular stood out when I looked him up at IMDb, Timmy. Okay, is so, it a something of the lip persuasion no it's not it's not a lip okay. movie okay, at least okay. if was, I, I didn't go far enough to find any lip movies admittedly maybe it wasn't a lip movie too but there was something is it a movie we've done on the show it is a movie we've done on the show mm. and it was a, a theater release so it was a it was a contemporary film it was one that just came out when we reviewed it well uh, how long ago are we talking like uh, a few years ago like uh recent or early days of the show a few years now i guess yeah a few years now, years now. Was it a, a bye-bye man situation? It is a bye-bye man situation. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the bye-bye man. <laughs> I'm like, this, this kid's not very good. He must have not had much of a career. Oh, no, he's got tons of credit. He was in the bye-bye man. <laughs> <laughs> so did he play one of the main kids? Because, man, I think he so. must have been pretty old then, because this well, was, like, what, 2005? And bye-bye man was, like, 2015, 16? Yeah, uh, 16 or 17, yeah. Uh, yeah, they weren't kids in the Bye Bye Man. They were all like twenty somethings that lived. And they were like, like in college or something, right? Like, oh, maybe you're right. Maybe they were. I don't know. Things skew, don't they? They skew. Mm. So, sadly, Goldberg uh-huh. dressed as Santa has gone around the town <laughs> killing people in a variety of wacky ways, and mm. that is the basic gist of what the film is. So, mm. I guess I'll ask the question, Tim. How did you feel about Santa's sleigh? Uh, so if I was going to rate just the opening scene, (laughs) I honestly, it would be a 10 out of 10 Uh, because that, that scene is, uh, I mean, there is so much going on. I I feel like we can talk about the whole show. Um, but sadly, uh, the movie does continue and I, uh, it's such a strong opening. I was really excited. Like, Oh, this is going to be like really crazy, wacky over-the-top cheesy movie and then honestly i feel like it gets kind of dull after that point and you know i don't find the main characters very compelling or funny um i mean obviously it's not a good movie but you're kind of here for the cheesiness and the -the over-the-topness and i don't really get a lot of that from just kind of like the 
everyday main characters that we're following. And then, like, you know, the stuff with uh, Santa is mostly funny, but I don't know. Honestly, at times it just felt like, all right, I mean, I'm getting a little bored with it. It's losing its magic a bit. It's not to say that it isn't entertaining. Like, I definitely had fun with it as, you know, <laughs> a cheesy, so bad kind of movie. Uh, but it doesn't really reach the heights uh, that I was kind of hoping for. Hey, 78 minutes, Tim. Can't argue with 78 <laughs> minutes of one time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a short one, baby. Uh, yeah, like, I, I guess I kind of agree. I, I would say that I, I was still pretty into it. It was just a fun, bad time, particularly because mm-hmm. of the Santa scenes and some Definitely, of the yeah. sort of the, the, the jokes and kind of the, the, the silliness <laughs> that came with that. Probably for about half the movie or so, I would say. I think once it kind of gets more deep into like like him chasing the main characters, and it yeah. goes into the backstory and like the actual ending and resolution and all that, all just feels a little bit like this is how we're wrapping this movie up. Like we're not doing some insane mm-hmm. kills. We're we're doing this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this is not what I want <laughs> from the end of this movie. Uh, do other things, please. Uh, violent things, preferably. Yeah. So I I mean this might sound a little crazy but I actually could have maybe done less with like a lot of the lore stuff and maybe just <laughs> focused on like maybe we don't need justification for all the yeah, things he's doing nah, maybe I, Santa just snapped <laughs> I, I mean I'm okay with a little justification but like I don't want mm-hmm. it to become the linchpin that the entire third act is right, going to yeah. start to revolve around like I I would rather it be just like no, no no we have to kill santa so that's like yes. we, have, we have to set some traps we have to do some fun stuff or you know whatever uh i would still reckon like if you like good bad movies though and if you, if you want like a, a, fu- a fun like, christmas horror movie that you've not seen this one i'd still recommend it as a decent enough watch like yeah. you know it's not you can watch it for free on peacock you can watch it for free on peacock or you can spend mm-hmm. $1.99 on itunes for it like i did uh, <laughs> not for rental for purchase so I own this now this is oh okay I, um, well Santa's slave for life <laughs> do you know what's funny actually is that so what, one of the gimmicks one of the running things that always seems to happen with wrestlers in movies and this happened mm-hmm. with Goldberg in Universal Soldier of the Return where he did his move right he did the spear mm-hmm. or at least he tried to okay. at one point in the movie and he kind of does it in this at one point. He sort of like it's not exactly a spear, but it's kind of a spear where he jumps through like the counter of like the uh, the deli to like mm-hmm. jump at someone, and it's kind of a spear through like a, a glass counter. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But what was stuck out to me this though is at one point I swear they actually put a knockoff version of his entrance music into the score. <gasps> um, you wouldn't have recognized it, but like, I think anyone in those mm-hmm. Goldberg's old music might hear might hear just a little bit of the melody from his his old music. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in this movie and it really like made me chuckle a little bit i was like really you, you thought you wanted to put in a little bit of like <laughs> like we're, we're not just saying this is santa we're actually really driving home the fact that this is goldberg santa <laughs> like, please tell me his uh please tell me his entrance music was the 12 days of christmas <laughs> no no. <laughs> no, no, no it was not yeah there's a lot of remixes of christmas songs and there's a lot of rock mm-hmm. versions of christmas songs a lot of stuff like that a christmas song references <laughs> A lot of Christmas song references too, yes, uh, and one very weirdly <laughs> delightful Transformers reference yeah. that I was not expecting. Um, Wait, so, did, I, did I get that? Yeah, the present he gets. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so, 
yes, it's, it's, it's very Christmassy, right? There's a lot of Christmassy things going on. in the Christmas mood. I'll tell you what, it's a lot better than that new Home Alone movie. <laughs> Oh, I've not watched it yet. It's uh, not good. Oof, oof, it's Rough bad. <laughs> I, know, I, I feel like that and 8-Bit Christmas are both going to be on the uh, watch on stream list. For the I, month. I, 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 8-Bit Christmas was okay. Um, they're, like I didn't think it was amazing, but I I, I should say my... Uh, you know, during October, my one rule is you know we can only watch horror movies. Yes. Because uh, I love horror movies. But uh, my wife, she loves Christmas movies, so we watch a lot of Christmas ah, movies uh, around this time. Uh, but Eight Bit Christmas wasn't bad. It, it's I don't I didn't think it was like outstanding or anything. Was, I just watched. It, I was like, eh, it's kind of cute. It gives me a little bit of nostalgia vibes. Whatever. Um, I I guess I can't really give too much uh, about the new Home Alone. But I will say it's like the plot is very very convoluted in a very weird way. Where it's like mm. I don't know why <laughs> like like why are they trying to make it this messy and I, I can't really root <laughs> for anyone because <laughs> it's very strange. Um. Yeah, it, it sucked, <laughs> but I'm 35 years old. It's a movie for, you know, three-year-olds or something. I don't know. <laughs> and your wife. And my wife, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't She didn't really like it either, to be fair. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah. I, like, it would, honestly, like, let's be honest. The standard of which Christmas let's horror tends to be at, this is actually all right. right? This is not a bad watch, <laughs> I would say. Uh, but I'm not raving about it, you know. There's definitely mm-hmm. like doesn't stick the landing, right? It's, it's not something that gets yeah. a glowing recommendation. There's definitely some individual moments. The opening sequence, in particular, stands out as being crazy enough to being worth mm-hmm. recommending. Yes, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's almost like it's, it's one of those movies where it's like, okay, we have big muscly Santa going around killing people, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's almost like it stops trying to do anything with that at a certain point in the film. Right? Mm-hmm. So all the jokes that it has with its premise it does quite early on and it just kind of keeps doing them whereas if they just kept finding new ways to like have fun with the premise it probably would have just yeah. been a more like easily to recommend silly fun bad movie but i mean here's the thing i'm not that hard to please i like an evil santa you stick someone in a santa suit and have them go hog wild and i'm usually gonna have a good time uh but yeah like uh, we just needed more of that yeah you know yes uh so yeah the kills are fun for the most part uh there's a couple of them they look a bit shit you know, there's a bit you know a little bit too cg this to them and this is 2005 directed video cg so you know like it's that your expectations yeah. accordingly uh but some of them are witty enough or have enough of a little like sort of snarky witty. humor to them yes witty what's, what's wrong with witty i was just i imagine you just watching it and going like oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was a jolly good kill. <laughs> is that an impression? Of, is that supposed to be an impression of me? <laughs> oh, that kill was quite fun. I, I think I'll tell the chat about that one. <laughs> Uh, apparently I'm a, a, a rich Englishman living in a, a country house somewhere going by that impression uh, good times 
like this right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm not convinced but <laughs> sure <laughs> i guess we'll give the spoiler warning so we can just talk about the movie because we have sure. to we have to dive into this opening sequence so spoilers Gotta unwrap it we have to unwrap it yes uh spoilers mm. for santa's sleigh from henceforth you have been warned so we start off with a Was that a Friday the 13th bit of music you were uh, impersonating there? Maybe. I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. So, it's horror related. We start horror. off with horror the, adjacent, I guess. a Christmas dinner. Well, Christmas Eve dinner, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a classical family uh i would i would say uh james can is the 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 older husband here and the, the, uh, this is how i think honestly it wasn't 100 clear to me i just kind of deduced it from some of the other lines but i mm. got that he was married to a, a younger hotter wife right this uh, fran drescher right but then do you not know who fran drescher is no you never watched the nanny <laughs> no i've never watched the nanny okay there's a big sitcom here I'm so I'm sorry I'm so sorry that I've, I've never seen the nanny. Okay. <laughs> right, but she is like under the table flirting with I think James Can's daughter's boyfriend or husband I, I should say. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Who th- this was also someone else I I recognized. Uh, this is Chris Kattan, oh. who was a SNL cast member growing up, and then uh, you may remember him from. You ready for this? Oh God. <laughs> uh let me make sure i get it right uh it was the house on haunted hill remake that he was in oh i mean it's been a long time since so i, yeah. I don't really remember but interesting name it pull out there uh <laughs> I mean, so... most people probably know him from uh what the hell is it called that movie with with uh will ferrell ah shoot i can't remember it talladega nights no 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 it was like one, like one of the, like the first first movies is based on a uh, SNL ske- sketch they had where they were the they were the guys dancing you know they would go to the clubs and dance and like a woman would get in between them and they basically just like each just dance on her until she runs away and they're stupid uh, goofy guys. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about. The yeah. night at the Roxbury. That's it. <laughs> Totally, totally got that. Yeah. Do you just not watch movies? What the hell's wrong with you? I thought like Will Ferrell. <gasps> so then you, you, so then you don't like Elf, which was a movie with Will Ferrell and James Caan. I've seen Elf. It was okay. It was it was inoffensive as far as Will Ferrell movies goes, but okay. not a fan. Well, James James Caan was in that as well, so he loves making Christmas movies. <laughs> Apparently. I was going to say, there's no connection to this other than the fact that it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> but yes. Uh, so, yes, and then the, the, so the, the, the wife of the guy, uh, the daughter of James Caan is Rebecca Gayhart from Stream 2 and Urban mm-hmm. Legend. And she's like, I want a faithful husband for Christmas. And right as this is happening, uh, like... The the, the 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 mother-in-law or the, no, sorry the stepmother i should say the stepmother is like oh good luck with that and then starts squeezing her husband's leg under the table mm. 
to which he responds by saying, yes, it's time to uh, get stuck in. And then he <laughs> gives, gives her a quick fingering and she goes, ooh, this is happening That's... at the table in front of their spouses <laughs> who happen to be father and daughter. Yeah, they, they're not trying to, like, hide it at all. Like, like there's not even an attempt to be, like, a little coy or anything. <laughs> yeah, like, the way they're speaking, it's like, like, it's not even double entendre at this point. It's just, yeah, it's oh, I'd tundra. like to give you a good sausage. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would right. like to finger you. Yeah. <laughs> alright <laughs> and then there's two other young women who I assume are Rebecca Gayhart's younger sisters at least that's what I think I'm, I'm not entirely sure and oh and there's a dog yes yes there's a dog with a little Christmas bed sure <laughs> <laughs> so right away these characters are all really cartoony and I I was mm-hmm. I was glad that some of them were just when I realised they were just here for the opening kill sequence of them all dying i was like okay i'm glad because half of them were either phoning it in or just bad actors obviously i'm not referring to james Caan because he's always like a legend um yeah. and i know a lot of great films but you know uh your your boy Catan though he uh <laughs> he wasn't doing much for me <laughs> or or was uh your your, your lady from the, nan- the nanny was she the, was she the titular nanny she was yes she was okay that makes it easy. Yeah. She was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens, and, and her boyfriend <laughs> kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. <gasps> <laughs> That's from the th- the theme song. So. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. What do you, uh, what do you, what do you do a stream where you watch like the pilot of the nanny? <laughs> <laughs> no one's been a uh clamoring for it this is the first i've ever heard of this show so it's not like anyone's been saying hey you need to watch the nanny you've not seen the nanny you get into that nanny i mean like i wouldn't put it up there with like seinfeld but like it was a popular 90s sitcom it went for quite a few seasons Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) sure uh but then santa like they, they all see the feet land at the fireplace but of course, this Santa doesn't, you know, crawl through the fireplace. He just busts through the wall and, yeah. you know, rocks and bricks fly everywhere. I saw a big red creature busting through the wall and I thought, hey, is that the Kool-Aid man? Joe's <laughs> you know funny is that I, I, you know, the UK doesn't have Kool-Aid, right? So the Kool-Aid man thing was never a thing here. Okay. However... I did see the parody of it called The Grapist. Uh, okay. So that's what I thought of when Goldberg bust out the wall. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, I won't explain it. Just just YouTube it to watch the, the skit to get the joke. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Whitest Kids You Know, funny uh, sketch group. Yes, yes, yes. yes that's, the, that's, that's the ones. And <laughs> Goldberg very quickly starts murdering them all in a very violent fashion while they're all freaking out. Well, first he kicks the dog into the fan. He kicks the dog into the ceiling fan, which, you know, shreds the dog a bit. Uh, James Caan gets his hands knived into the well, uh, table. And, uh, I, and I believe at first we get uh, Fran Drescher saying, like, uh, she's going, like, Santa? And then she does her <laughs> signature laugh, which was like, that. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, yeah, and, and her name is Virginia, and I, so I believe Santa says, like, yes, Virginia, Santa's real, which I think is from a song. 
Taylor Fart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Okay, you're done. All right, I thought it was going to be more yeah. of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I think it's her death is actually quite gruesome where she gets her head set in fire. Yes. And then, and then, like, you see her after, because like, so Goldberg gets busy doing more stuff, you know, to the other family members. Mm-hmm. And then she sees her again and her hair's, like, mostly gone. And she, she looks like Jason Voorhees when he's, like, been in the water. <laughs> and then he starts dunking her head in the eggnog until she dies uh he i mean so not all the deaths here are funny necessarily you know, some of them just die very quickly and it's not like much of a, a honestly there's so many quick deaths in this movie that maybe one of the issues is that i don't remember all of them because they happen so goddamn quickly that it's impossible to take them all in uh i think my thing is i i'd actually say a lot of the deaths aren't very memorable because there's just like a, i feel like a lot of him just kind of like kicking people into stuff or like flipping them over you know like mm-hmm. um yeah like i you remember you know uh fran drescher getting her hair lit on fire and james con getting uh you know forks run into his hands and like you know later on like the the kill with the deli owner like that sticks out but then yeah there's a lot that i feel like is just kind of people getting thrown into stuff <laughs> which yeah. i feel like is like a very wrestler thing <laughs> It kind of is, actually. I mean, they're, they're playing to his strengths, okay? That they're doing yeah. the things that make sense for him. So, uh, I actually kind of like the, the last woman who dies. It's one of the, the younger women. Uh, like, actually, no, it's not. It's, uh, it's Rebecca Gayhart's the last one to die. Uh, because right before she dies, she says, But I've been nice! Because, you know, naughty or nice. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it kills her anyway. So. Uh, now, one thing ver- that I'm oh, sorry, I was gonna say, so it's a very, it's a very energetic opening scene mm-hmm. full of a lots of like absurdity. Yeah, I absolutely love how over the top it is. Uh, the characters are very annoying, but to me, like that made them very fun and memorable and campy, and you know, also <laughs> you know, makes you really glad uh, when they die. Um, and then, yeah, just like the ludic- ludicrousness <laughs> of. Uh, you know, Santa bursting through the wall and the, having these cheesy one-liners and the ludicrousity, <laughs> you may say, ludicrousity. <laughs> uh, you know, and him doing all this stuff uh, again. Like, I feel like it's yeah, it has a lot of energy. It's really big, over the top. It's very, very dumb, but in a very fun way. And I just, uh, unfortunately, I just really don't think the rest of the movie matches it. Not to say that the rest of the movie sucks or is a bore, but to me, like this is definitely the highlight. I wish I saw more of this, and also like. If you're wondering what this has to do with the rest of the movie, absolutely nothing. Like, we never find out who these people are. I have no idea why Santa cared about them. Because the rest of the movie kind of seems to be on a mission. But, like, it, I, don't well, know. <laughs> I, I I just took this as this is where he arrives when he lands into... Because the town's called Hell. Okay. It's Hell Township, right, yeah. right? So, he, yeah. He, I, I this is where he lands. There is one other... Because I thought there was going to be more of this. Because there is actually one other random scene later on. Uh, mm-hmm. On Christmas morning, there's some kids opening their presents, and it's just this one oh, yeah. random little scene that. that isn't connected to anything else. <laughs> but Santa has actually left them some presents, and mm. the joke here is that the two young boys like swear a lot in front of their their grandparents <laughs> and stuff, and like, can we offer, open some other effing presents? Yeah, let's open some pr- effing presents right now, mm. and. The old, the, the old like grandparents are also like, just go on, go on, children. Like they're, they're all, they're all kind of normal. <laughs> But then they yeah. open their presents and it's like little bombs that blow off their heads and there's just like this really <laughs> comical effect of them both sitting there with no heads. And then it cuts to one of the, the grannies and she's like, 
oh f and just drops an <laughs> f bomb like it was a funny little scene but it is connected to nothing i guess the only minor connection to this possible is that one of the scenes at the police station there's a there's a, there's a moment that made me laugh where you can see like one of the cops in the background like holding a present out from away from himself and it's like ticking you can hear it ticking and it's just like a background <laughs> gag and i'm like oh i guess that's maybe kind of connected to those bombs that killed those kids but other than that it's like not a it doesn't connect to a thing it's almost like the movie came in at like just over an hour and they thought oh shit we have to make that opening scene and we have to make another couple of random scenes that we can just slot in as extra fun yeah. kills the the only thing i didn't like about that scene though is like do we know if they asked for bombs for christmas or yeah <laughs> uh, i mean maybe, maybe they've been reading some extreme pop propaganda online and they, <laughs> like they've committed themselves to a very dangerous cause uh, <laughs> and i'm not going to get <laughs> super political by actually naming any i'll just leave it vague <laughs> but yes um so there you go um Mm-hmm. yeah we're well, interested in our main characters uh, after an opening title sequence which does take a good few minutes so <laughs> e- even in its 78 minute runtime, there is a very extensive opening title sequence that mm-hmm. shows you kind of some history in like an old book as the titles are coming up but we're introduced to was it Saul Rubinek I think his name is yeah Saul no, Rubinek yeah okay. uh, a guy from Frasier uh, and some other yes. stuff uh, he owns a deli and he's Jewish uh and he, but he's like saying merry christmas to his two young employees he has two teenage employees uh one is clear from lost who's doing an american accent here and the other That's is true. this guy who would grow up to be in the bye-bye man so yeah who <laughs> got the last <laughs> well, laugh here it's kind of like horror ro- royalty because uh <laughs> oh what <laughs> <laughs> well, well we got you know he would grow up to be in the the bye-bye man and i believe claire was in the hills have eyes remake uh yeah that that would be like a year later yeah what's so yeah. funny i i was shocked because i checked the year this came out when i saw heart and went wait this was after lost started like i i oh, was sh- I, didn't realize I, that. <laughs> yeah i was because sh- lost started in 2004 now it's possible that they shot this maybe around the same time she started doing lost and maybe mm. they kind of locked out that our, their actress was then was in a hit tv show at the same time but you know what that actually does make sense because there's that one random scene where she just looks at the camera and says we got to get to the hatch <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, there's also a scene where she accidentally calls Nicholas Charlie for no reason. Yeah. Just yeah. I know it. But, so I was genuinely surprised at that. Th- this this scene does have uh some more of this character stuff that I was hoping for more of though, because there's this old woman who's just like this awful old bitch oh, yeah. to everyone. Uh she's swearing constantly at them. She no matter what they say, she has some way of like complaining about how they said it. Cause even as she's leaving uh you know ruben x like hey you know happy holidays missies whatever and she's like don't you say that politically correct crap to me it's merry christmas you piece of shit and he's like fine then merry christmas i'm sorry missies whatever is like yes quite right and she turns around and she notices and we've not even really been introduced to clear from lost yet she's just kind of in the background (laughs) thus far and she turns around and sees her and just goes whore and walks out which you know i was like and she dies like in the very next scene because like santa like makes her car go off up a snow hill and it flips oh, yeah. and explodes <laughs> it's a really so so right now i was like oh this is still entertaining like i'm still having a lot of fun with this uh 
So it's, it's, it's after that that it kind of starts to slow down a little bit. And One thing I got to say about that is like, I can't believe, because like, there are people that are still having the, like, oh, you can't even say Merry Christmas anymore, like, argument. And it's like, this movie was like from 2005, and it's like, oh, like, we, <laughs> we haven't progressed at all. Like, there are people that are still like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like, oh, don't say happy holidays to me. <laughs> It's uh, it's ridiculous. Sixteen years. That's how that's uh, how old this movie is. And just I don't know. Sometimes I think like, uh, humanity might have just like reached its like a standstill where it's just like, <laughs> oh, we're never gonna get better because it's just there's like it's too many dumb people <laughs> that refuse to change. Like <laughs> we're screwed. We're screwed. What are we gonna do? Yeah, but the old ladies are ten. Yeah, like Santa has like a. a he- I, I didn't realize this thing was supposed to be a reindeer at first. I thought it was like a bison. Yeah, it was, was huge. Yeah, it's really bulky. <laughs> I think the idea is that because he's a bulky Santa, he's got a bulky reindeer. <laughs> that makes sense. And I, makes I'm pretty sense. sure I noticed a red nose at one point, so I think it's meant to be Rudolph. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, he has the one, though. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have the rest of them. Just, just Rudolph. <laughs> but, I would see a, hor- uh, like a horror movie about a killer Rudolph. That'd oh, be cool. sure. Yeah. Wait, wasn't that... <sighs> Wait, didn't we watch a horror movie in an anthology that had a segment like that? Oh, that sounds that sounds familiar, actually. Yeah, that sounds familiar. So maybe it's good enough for a ten minute short, not a, yeah, <laughs> not that a eight right. minute movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now look because the reindeer just like taps the back of her car <laughs> and it sends yeah. it flying up a little like snow ramp, uh, yeah. and then it flips and just explodes and she's dead and like Santa's like ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. If I was, I was just doing another random Santa scene to hear, pretty much. Uh, mm. So, was a running gag in the movie with like this preacher because we see him like collecting oh, yeah. money for charity yeah. at the church. He's like, you know, be giving, don't give coins, give bills, give bills. And mm. the payoff to this is that he immediately goes to the strip club and starts giving the bills to the strippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this leads to like just one of Santa's big scenes where. He comes in. He starts killing. He kills the bouncers at first. He kisses a stripper. He does the. He does the <laughs> obvious low hanging fruit of ho ho, ho as he looks at a stripper. Yeah. Because um, mm. you know, so it's it's clearly a a, a true thespian and a, a true yeah. uh, auteur project. This where you know a, a writer <laughs> put a lot of thought into it and he's trying to deliver the line with some real gravitas. Yeah. Uh, there, I mean, some of these deaths suck. Some of them are kind of fun. There's one that I really like where he kind of drops. He sort of picks up someone and just drops them, but their head like lands on the railing, and it looks it actually looks quite nasty because it's like mm-hmm. the the way it lands. Um, even though the death itself is quite simple. Uh, and there's also one where he like grabs the. St- so there's a joke here actually. Said, yeah, I just for- I'd forgotten about this. There's a joke here where he's <coughs> going to grab the stripper pole to use as a weapon, and mm-hmm. he says, "Oh, that's too disgusting," and he gets some like spray and wipes it down to clean it. Mm. And I'm like, well, first of all, you're wearing gloves. Uh, secondly, mm. like, I, I don't know. The, the joke felt really forced to me because I'm like, it's not like some brothel. <laughs> it's, a stri- it's a strip club. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. <sighs> I, I think sometimes uh, throughout the movie, there, there's stuff like that that doesn't work for me where it's like, all right, now it's too obvious you're trying to make a joke and that's not funny. Like, it, it's funnier when it's just like, it feels more like um, you know, you're living in the environment, and yeah. it's just like this big goofy Santa that's just going around killing that, people and stuff. But it's like when he stops and looks at the camera, like you know, he might as well like wink and stuff. It's like that. That stuff is that's just trying too hard. 
Yeah, that, that's what this is, because it stops for him to do this just because it's, it's meant to be funny. And it isn't, but it's yeah. meant to be funny. Whereas what's actually funny is when he, after he's ripped out the stripper pole, he sticks it in some dude's mouth and the top of the pole hits the light, so he gets electrocuted. Mm. Uh, I was like, oh, that was actually kind of, you know, it was a bit over the top and it didn't look great necessarily, but it was a funny enough death. Uh, I thought it was shocking. <laughs> and then he ends up setting fire I, I do like though that even when the fire like starts there's enough shots just lingering on the topless women running past with the big fake boobs just so that you get a really good look before they die like enjoy the yeah. boobs while they're here you know <laughs> like, cherish what you have while you have it like it's oh, a good message these big tatty bojangles that are about to burn up uh, big tatty bojangles <laughs> tatty bojangles <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's my Christmas term for boobs. <laughs> I don't hate it, I guess. <laughs> I stole that from a Kiwi Dean, to be honest. It's not my, okay. it's not my, not my word. I can't, I can't claim it, but... Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I just I'll, I mentioned this, although the, uh, the preacher actually gets away because he actually keeps popping mm-hmm. up later for more just like, oh, isn't it funny that he's still around and he's still this sleazy mm-hmm. preacher? Because uh, you see him at the church the next day, because this is like Christmas Eve night, so on Christmas morning he's like, oh, and we have to pray for all the innocent <laughs> lives lost in the fire at the uh, strip club, which of course is a an appalling affront to, you know, mm. Christianity everywhere. Uh, and he starts reading out the stripper names that all died. Mm. Uh, and it's, yeah, it goes a bit too far, but like, mm. the, the joke's whatever. It's like, you're kind of waiting for him to get his big comeuppance <laughs> at some point. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I, I thought I'll, I'll mention that because it's kind of separate from everything else yeah. still and also uh, i i did like when he leaves the strip club that uh the reindeer ate the valet yes that, that did happen reindeer's also got a vicious streak in him mm-hmm. apparently so but yeah we're just her two kids uh claire uh, which is what i'm calling her i'm not i don't care what her name is in this it's just claire <laughs> from lost she gives uh bye bye man a ride home uh <laughs> And she clearly is into him because she puts on like some like toothpaste or something. She's like just freshening her breath a little <laughs> bit uh, bef- before they get in the, the truck. And they talk about Christmas and she comes and sees him later and tries to give him a present. And because he mentioned he wanted an Optimus Prime and <laughs> instead got an Easy Bake Oven as a kid, so he doesn't like Christmas very much. Uh, <laughs> although it's a stunning plot twist. Right up there with Leprechaun 2. Uh, later on <laughs> when we find out that he actually asked for the easy bake oven um, same caliber I would say uh, but she, she gives him a present and he, op- he opens it and it's a gun and yeah. he's like and, and, you know some dated terminology here he uses the you know he calls her a retard basically um, and, and the opening had a James Conn used a, a slur yeah he used the well. F word yeah he used the F word uh, yeah that one, that one was really weird as well because it was just like there was like no reason to bring that up like yeah. I mean not that there was any reason to use the word retard here necessarily and like if, yeah, you, right. if you're trying not to if you're trying to speak properly but, it, <laughs> but the way at least in the context of the scene like I get why he was like are you crazy <laughs> like that's because that's essentially the sentiment that he's trying to say uh, was the James Cam one was just kind of like oh yes yeah, you're an edgy movie you know, like, yeah. yeah you're saying edgy <laughs> words but uh and she's like, no, you silly nimcompoop. It opens, mm-hmm. and she opens the gun, and it turns into a transformer, and she says, more than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. And he's all delighted with his Christmas present. And there's kind of a weird... Uh, I, I feel like they don't mention it a ton, but it, it seems like there is like a little bit of a plot thread about 
like her family like being like a little gun crazy or something oh yeah well this is it's almost like it's just there to justify why her brother mm-hmm. and father are like at like the the you know they're shooting discs and stuff in the yeah. snow and then they're there later on <laughs> Uh, just so we could have a joke where her father has a bazooka that he got for Christmas. Yeah. They, uh, they basically, like, <laughs> stole the, the... They must have been uh, inspired by, like, every Resident Evil game <laughs> for the end of this movie. <laughs> uh, um, so, basically, the next day, it turns out Santa is actually hunting down uh, mm. the grandfather. Because the grandfather is this crazy old guy who doesn't believe in christmas he actually thinks santa's evil and at one point the you know the, the kid reads from the book that a thousand years ago santa who was evil and killed people every year on christmas day um and the reason why christmas day even started <coughs> to happen is because basically the christians would have mass to try and ward off the evil day of slaying because that's what it was uh but santa made a bet with an old man uh what do we call it what do you call this sport they played the game they played uh, shuffling shuffling thank you I, I i don't think like they called it that back then but that it's basically yeah. what it amounts to yeah yeah so they got the little disc things that they, they slide in the ice and yeah uh, you have to get as close to the hole as possible without it falling in and we get this like claymation sequence actually as he's like reading this uh so they're, mm-hmm. they're going for the ultra christmas vibes here which i it looks a bit cheap comparatively to other versions of things mm-hmm. like this i've seen but at least i appreciate the attempt i'm like okay you, you're trying to make this Christmassy, yeah. yeah, I can get on board with it. Mm-hmm. But basically, the old man just wins, and the bet was is that he's not allowed to kill anyone for a thousand years if if he wins. <laughs> so that's why, like, the thousand years is up. Santa's back. He's ready to play. <laughs> and it's funny, like when he's looking at the the kids looking at the book too. He's like, "Oh, hey, that took place in one thousand five A.D. That's a thousand years ago." Like. <laughs> i don't think there's like really like dates and stuff in the bible like i I could be wrong but usually like when you read those kind of things it's not like oh yeah by the way this happened uh july 22nd (laughs) uh, to to be fair i don't think he was reading the bible though it was like a special book uh, well this kind of drove me crazy because uh when he takes it out the kid uh i I don't know if you remember this but he says like what is that the necronomicon but he pronounces it really weird do you remember how he said it Oh no! Uh, I remember him saying it, but I don't remember like how like, how he said it. Like I don't think he said Necronomicon, which is like the way I usually say. It. I think he said like Necronomicon or something like that. <laughs> Necronomicon, like, something like weird. I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> uh, if you want to know more about this book, go to Necronomicon dot com. But I, I will say I do oh, actually oh. can't. I'm oh, sorry. I just thought of a great idea for a horror romantic comedy called the. <gasps> <laughs> called okay. <the> Necrorom.com. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. I just I had the thought. I had to oh. get it. <laughs> it's not a bad idea because I feel like we don't. I feel like you don't really see a lot of uh, mix of those two genres. I feel like you see other genres mixed uh, quite frequently, but I, I can't really think of too many rom coms. Try that. I guess the rom coms on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that would count. Mm-hmm. Um. Alright, uh, anyway though, I was gonna say, uh, I actually do kind of like this lore, uh, like, like, it's very stupid and over the top, like, especially when they start saying, like, oh yeah, like, there has only been, ever been two, uh, immaculate conceptions, like, Jesus and Santa, like, <laughs> oh, okay, uh, and, and the funny thing about it is, like, they go through it very quickly, like, 
he's just like oh yeah so uh satan was like uh the, the or <laughs> santa was satan's son and <laughs> like I, I would have so many questions uh, if i was this kid um but i mean it's just very stupid uh enough that i kind of love it um, oh, yeah I, I have no problems with the lore at this point like this yeah. like explanation with the claymation the reading of the book like, the, the, like i didn't need anything else after this but the fact mm-hmm. that santa's in town hunting down the grandfather because you know the grandfather was the old man who played uh shuffling with santa because he was an angel and then he, he eventually gave up his immortality and became a human because he fell in love with the uh, bye-bye man's grandmother <laughs> which like it was pretty obvious right like oh yeah uh, like you weren't shocked by this way. No, no, no. I mean, in the claymation okay. itself, it even kind of looked like him. He looks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like it be him, obviously. Is uh, it kind of weird though? Like, I don't think they never really mention what happened to his parents, right? Like, I, don't, I don't remember. No, I don't think I, so. I don't. I don't think they're around. <laughs> He's just hanging out with his grandpa. I mean, nothing wrong with that, but it's weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Santa actually goes to the deli. I don't know if there's like a reason why he specifically goes there, but he kills Saul Rubinek yeah. on Christmas Day. Uh, uh, he impales him with a menorah. Yes, yes. The, the, so, right through the neck as well, actually. So mm. it's a really interesting visual. Um, and there's also something, there's like a lot of little jokes here where, like, when he's holding him up against the wall, he holds up his, his Jewish star and tries to, like, mm. and it sort of hurts, it hurts Santa like he's, uh, mm. like, I don't know, like, like, almost like a vampire being hurt by a cross. Yeah. Uh, which... <laughs> Actually, there's a, there's, a, there's a great line later, actually, when they try and shine a light in his face, and he mm-hmm. says, I'm Santa, not an effing vampire, which I did think was pretty funny. I think he says, like, I'm not effing Dracula. Dracula, that was it. Yeah, it was Dracula specifically. <laughs> but that was funny. I, I did like that line. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it I'm also... trying to think, are there no, like, specifically, like, Hanukkah-related horror movies? feels like that. that's, like, uh, an oversight. <laughs> Like, so usually, like, every holiday should have, like, at least one horror-based movie. Mm. Hanukkah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> there's potential. There's a lot of little jokes here where like, he runs into the Amish people and he kind of, like, has, like, a little moment of... Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> or, uh, just, just, just these little things where you'll notice something and get a little bit weirded out by them. Uh <laughs> But it just so happens at this time, uh, our, our young bye-bye man, he is at the store <laughs> looking for gum, and the guy who runs this place is actually an actor I recognize. He's in The Dark Knight, and he's been in many other things. Uh, amusingly enough, he was actually the villain in a movie with another wrestler. Uh, he was in a movie called No Holds Barred with Hulk Hogan back in the 80s. Okay. <laughs> uh, but th- yeah, randomly this actor is this guy here. Mm. And all this is here for... And I thought this was going to pay off later on, like because he mentioned they just moved to town. I thought, oh, maybe he's going to turn out to be someone mm-hmm. or something. And then he never comes back into it. All he's all he's here for is that he happens to have a police scanner, mm-hmm. so that so that our young bye bye man will hear that something's happened at the deli, and he runs mm-hmm. over and like gets the last dying words. He's like, "Santa's real dead." <laughs> like, uh, and they take him to the police station to question him. Uh, I will say a lot of the things that the police station I did think were kind of funny. This is, it sort of perked me back up a little bit at this point. There was a few things here. Uh, the cops were just like doofuses who were eating donuts, which it, it's an easy joke, but it, it, if, if you have the right sense of humor, it kind of works. Um, all the deaths up until this point formed a Christmas tree in the map. 
<laughs> I thought that was vaguely amusing. Like I said, the, the, the ticking box that was probably a bomb in the background. Mm-hmm. And later, when Goldberg has been through the police station and like kills everyone, like and you don't see it. You see him just walking out after he kills the captain. And mm-hmm. I like that there's like an outline on one of the bodies already. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other guy's got the Christmas tree like shape of the, the pins in his chest and he's like, pinned to the wall. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, those pins that you put into a poster like that <laughs> would not hold up a human body. No, no. way. <laughs> just not a chance. But it was just, it was absurd enough and silly enough. That there was, it was, do you know what it was? There was a lot of little jokes just on screen. If you were looking mm-hmm. for them, you could find a lot of little extra Easter eggs. And not all of them were great. But it felt mm-hmm. like some effort went into just, you know, it almost felt like it was a naked gun scene for a moment, just with like, oh, there's all these little things on the screen <laughs> yeah. you can notice and get a little bit out of. So uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, but uh, Bye Bye Man <laughs> called in Claire to come pick him up. So they're driving mm-hmm. home when a police car comes up behind them, but it's not a policeman. It's Santa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Watch out. <laughs> because they've heard that Santa killed someone before, they immediately get flaky and they make a run for it so we get an action sequence where santa is like on top of their pickup truck and like try to grab at them and bye bye man try to learn how to use a shotgun and (laughs) failing miserably (laughs) what what more is this i don't know yeah uh this is kind of where the movie basically runs out of steam i would say Mm. uh because when the kids go back to the house and the grandfather kind of explains stuff and gives them some advice Goldberg shows up and <laughs> the grandfather just gets killed by like the reindeer running him over like really quickly. Mm. It's not really a big moment. Uh, it's mostly just so they could do the joke. Pr- yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then they, they they get away on a, a snowmobile and mm. they end up going to the high school. Uh, beca- it, uh, see, it kind of... I, I think part of the problem here is it, it feels very kind of aimless like yes. it's not like they have a goal like oh if we go here we can get this weapon to kill him or like oh that, we can that, go tell this guy to help us it's just kind of like yeah this is the perfect i think this is the, the, a great point you're making is that like the chase scene is fine because i kind of gloss over the chase scene which is santa chasing them he's on his sleigh mm-hmm. and they're on the snowmobile and they're going past the, the shooting gallery stuff and all that mm-hmm. uh but they're he's throwing like christmas presents at them but they're bombs oh yeah that was so, like, so I was, okay that's pretty funny that's just a fun little thing what the movie really needed after this, though, is that when they do get away for a minute and catch their breath, they really should have had a moment where they go, okay, how do we fight him? What's the plan? What do we do now? And instead, there's just kind of this assumption that when it, once it hits midnight at the North Pole, he'll stop because it's the end of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's all they've got to go on. So it just kind of feels yeah. like they're running without much purpose. Santa's chasing them. They go to the high school. They break in. And... Well, I love the Dracula line, which happened uh, during this sequence. The, the angel version of his grandfather shows up and challenges him again to another round of shuffling. On, <laughs> yeah. on, on the school ice rink, which, I mean, some schools, I guess, have that, but, uh, I mean, I've never been at school had that, but... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you get high school ice hockey teams, I buy that some will have it. Yeah, growing up, there was a... Our, our high school didn't have it, but, like, one of the like rich kid prep schools <laughs> had one sure uh did your high school have a swimming pool no we didn't yeah which, m- uh, m- me neither <laughs> yeah but like those i i think are kind of common some places because i've oh, definitely heard are. people that yeah though they are because the other school in my town had one so it was mm-hmm. like this like you have a swimming pool you bastards 
<laughs> that, I would have loved it. I love swimming. Yeah. Then again, like, do I really want to use the pool that's been used by all the other students? It's a great point. <laughs> a very good point. <laughs> so, so, but no, I think a swimming pool is pretty common. I feel like an ice rink is much less common for, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think any high schools have ice rinks in the UK, but like some although, do have swimming pools. Yeah, although the, I, I do imagine I would, yeah, as a very insecure kid uh, during high school, the, the idea of having to, you know, like, um, put on like swimming trunks you know, oh, sure. in, in front of like <laughs> all my peers uh, would probably have driven me insane but <laughs> yeah uh, we did have basketball course and stuff for, for, for PE and gym although they didn't have seats yeah. or anything like that they weren't for like showing games they weren't for audiences oh yeah whereas they're in, just for <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just, private shows <laughs> shut up whereas, whereas <laughs> in the US I feel like every <clears throat> high school has a basketball court with seating oh sure yeah Yes, and probably an outdoor field for American football with seating, because mm-hmm. people in the U.S. actually go to watch high school sports for some reason, like a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> Very strange, yes. <laughs> uh, just get a little dig in there, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. I think it's yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yes, uh, I don't know why I watch professional sports. Never mind a bunch of chumps in high school. Yeah, like it. I it makes sense if you have a kid that's on the team, but if you're yeah, just like yeah. the local weirdo that's like really into it, like what's going on there? And that's definitely. I mean, I, I mean, how much of a thing it's real life is debatable, but mm. it does. Like movies have me believing it. it's a real thing that some people just right, always go yeah. to the, the games. Like, yeah. uh, so like sure, whatever. I think there are people that have uh hometown pride for some reason but yes <laughs> I feel like I, i've just always hated wherever i am yeah uh there was actually a small joke early on where uh, uh the, the the main kid said something like uh like what the hell and the griff was like don't use that word in vain he's like we live in hell literally we live in a town called hell <clears throat> yeah. i got a minor yeah. chuckle out of it so yeah like why it's not the hell mouth uh, but what I didn't want out of this movie was the conclusion being like a game between Santa and an angel uh, playing yeah. like shuffling and sure Santa like betrays him and just throws him in the hole pretty quickly and then the ending is just that he's chasing them on the sleigh and they run back to where all the, the shooters are you know the disc shooting and luckily enough Claire's dad's got a bazooka and he blows up uh you know, he blows up... Uh, Santa. <laughs> well, he blows up uh, Rudolph and the sleigh. Yeah. Uh, Santa, as we find out, is actually just going home f- until next year, seemingly. Because uh, after everything true, that yeah. happens, like, he decides to, like, uh, bye-bye man decides to lie. And Claire's like, well, I think you mm-hmm. tell him. He's like, well, there's nothing they can do now. And they might as well not fear, like, all the time. So let's just mm-hmm. keep the lie. And we get a little scene at the end where Santa's at an airport. Because his sleigh's destroyed. So he's at the airport... <laughs> And he's wearing like baker gear and he's asking for a plane ticket. And that's the joke. It's pronounced Shatan, not Satan, apparently. Mm. No. Hilarious. <laughs> not enjoy that joke. Uh, eh. The uh, the preacher might have died in the explosion though, because I think he was still in the sleigh. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that sounds right. Because for some reason, Bill Goldberg decided to keep him on the sleigh knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, this stuff, I, I feel like, I, I mean, the movie's not very long, but already at this point, I was kind of, like, checked out of it. It, it was kind of like you said earlier, like, yeah, it, 
the stuff at like the ice rink is just not very interesting or entertaining like uh if you want the grandpa to come back for like two seconds to give the you know the kid inspiration like that's fine but yeah i don't need him to come back and like be the hero and do the shuffling uh or curling thing again that ultimately doesn't even amount to anything um it just doesn't feel like it's very interesting stakes uh especially you know with a movie that's like as heightened as this like at least if they're if they're gonna do something like that like make it really big and you know crazy like you know have a like you know they have the little pit to hell but i don't know it still doesn't look very interesting it's just like a little ice rink and stuff and then yeah to ultimately kind of have the i guess people that save the day or whatever just like these random people that we have not like seen in the movie up until then uh just come out of nowhere like i, I again it's a very silly movie like you shouldn't be looking for too much like logic and continuity in there or whatever like you know it doesn't have to match perfect movie story format structure yeah. but like so at the same time it just feels like yeah kind of random i feel it feels like our main character should not only have had more of a plan but accomplish something because it doesn't really feel like they yeah. do so they feel very passive uh also uh, i almost forgot to mention this but f- around the high school part of the film uh get out of the ice rink mm-hmm. santa all of a sudden has like uh, fireballs that he can shoot from his mouth just uh oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where he starts doing that and it's like oh okay i guess that's yeah. the thing yeah and, and there's always stuff that you think is going to be like a bigger deal like he uses the nutcracker at one point mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and it seems like oh okay this might actually be a weapon that we, they can use against him but then it ultimately doesn't matter and then, like, you know, hey, it would have been great if he used that, like, you know, Optimus Prime uh, in some way. You know, that would have been, like, a great uh, yeah. setup off. in the beginning. To, but, yeah, like, nothing comes of that. Like, it feels like there's just a lot of stuff that's yeah. just wasted. I, I, oh, just FYI, that was not Optimus Prime. It was a Transformer. It was not right, Optimus right, right, Prime. Right. Uh, yeah, Chekhov's Transformer. <laughs> it could have been. I, I Actually, I, I did like the kill where he was sucking on a, a candy cane to make it sharp, oh, yeah. and then he stabbed someone mm-hmm. in the eye with it. I thought that was a, that was a neat little one. Yeah, I, I, that actually happened to me once. You stabbed in the eye with a candy cane? <laughs> <laughs> I was sucking on a candy cane, and it got really sharp, and then like I stabbed myself in the tongue. But I, I remember being like, ah, candy canes can get sharp. <laughs> So this is based on reality, is what you're saying. This is like a, a factually correct... 100%. Yes. Yeah. Completely completely <laughs> believable and relatable. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to be too harsh, though, because I, I, you know, there's enough fun stuff, especially in the first half of the right, movie. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. I, I think it's worth watching. The last half hour is a bit more of a just like a slog. You know, the last half hour feels like just a crappy direct-to-video movie, which is a shame, because yeah. I felt like all it had to do was keep up some of the jokes and... Mm-hmm. Give, have the characters feel a bit more active and give them a plan give them something to achieve and even if it yeah. failed because that's the thing even even the time zone thing kind of fails uh mm-hmm. because he's like because santa's like well no the north pole is kind of where all time zones kind of merge so uh santa, you know christmas ends when i says i say it does and i'm like well no no technically it doesn't end when you say it does it just ends yeah. when the when the last time zone finishes right. christmas About the same thing yeah <laughs> which you know I, I i don't know what the last time zone is it it's not quite the West Coast. I think there's like another mm-hmm. one or two after that. What about Hawaii? Mm-hmm. What's Hawaii on? <laughs> Hawaiian time. Is that, I, I, have to, I assume that's uh, further back than West Coast. Yeah, uh, we have some friends in Hawaii and they're, I think that's about three or four hours behind us. That's actually more than I thought it would be, to be honest. I could be wrong. I don't know time zones. 
I don't think Hawaii was that far away from the mainland. <laughs> I, th- I mean, I think it's it's almost a few hours. Oh yeah, but, uh, but th- we'll think about it though. Like one side mm-hmm. to the US to the other side is only three hours of a difference. You see. You're, okay. you're not telling me the distance from the west coast of the US to Hawaii is larger than the width of the US, right? There's a lot of water, though. <laughs> the, the water adds time, does it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, three hours. I, I'm genuinely a little surprised it's that much. I, I thought it'd be like an hour or two. But, okay. Hawaii Aleutian standard time. Oh my. Is that the last one? Is that the, the, is that the furthest back one? Is it after that you go back to, uh, like... Japan? I don't know. I didn't look up every time code. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm like, what's the cutoff? What's the last place where Christmas has to end before Santa has to say, oh, well, Christmas is done everywhere. I have to go back to, back to the, the North Pole. Wales. Wales. <laughs> <laughs> you realize Wales is in the same time zone as me, right? Like, like it's not a different Duh. time zone. <laughs> Just checking, because I, I never know what you. Big fan of Wales. <laughs> Name a city in Wales. <laughs> London. <laughs> <laughs> not the one you're thinking of, the one in Wales. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I mean, I can only name you one city in Wales, but... Dolphins? <laughs> uh, no, Cardiff, Tim. Cardiff's the, the, the main city in uh, Wales. Yes, 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 yes. Now, if you ask me to name a second city in Wales, I'm like, they have a second city? <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. Because <laughs> I, I can't name you any. But, but yes, there you go. <laughs> I, mean, I guess we're ready to rate this movie because I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think we're just a bit done with anything to say about it. So, would you would you like to rate Santa's sleigh? <clears throat> um, you know, this movie is a lot like getting a really comfortable pair of underwear for Christmas. It's nice, you know. It's you're glad that it's there and and you know your downstairs feels comfy but uh-huh. at the same time you know it's not the playstation 5 that you wanted you know <laughs> it's <laughs> so, a decent pair of underwear not a playstation 5 exactly uh so i, I think we're gonna go right down the middle uh and give it a five um yeah it's i mean obviously you know we're grading this on the uh, you know, on on the level of it, you know, uh, obviously it's a bad movie. You know, it's not like um, you, you know, like I I wouldn't uh put this on the same pedestal as like Eyes Wide Shut or something. Like, there's just so, not so, the same. I'm just surprised that's the that's the movie you jumped to to give an example of a proper film. Well, we all know it's my favorite movie. Uh... <laughs> we did not. We we knew no such thing. <laughs> I, I thought Leprechaun 2 was your favorite movie, but all right. Second favorite. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so obviously, you know, we're looking at this, at, you know, as so like, okay, like, you know, I'm viewing it as a movie that you're coming up with the expectation that, okay, yeah, this is dumb and silly and bad. Uh, but, you know, sometimes those movies can still be genuinely bad. So, uh, yeah, so I, I, I think there is a lot of entertainment in the cheesiness and the over-the-topness. Uh, there's some fun kills. Uh, 
you know it is short so even though i think there are times where it wears out it's welcome it, it still it doesn't feel like overly long or anything so and i was never bored by it but at, at the same time there isn't that you know little extraness to it that you know really puts it over the top and makes it like oh my god this is so crazy everyone has to go out and see it and oh man i'm gonna have a party and with mm. my friends and we're gonna watch it and have a good time it's just it, you know it's okay it, it does know what it is which i think you know is is good like it's not you know taking itself too seriously or anything which sometimes can be a problem with these things too uh so yeah i'm just going straight down the middle giving it a five it's a you know it's a good bad movie but it's not the best in that area and you know it, it's dumb how dumb holiday fun yeah could have been worse exactly could have been worse yeah, there's definitely, like, I think alternatively, like, knowing what it is can go too far in that direction where you end up with your sci-fi sure. Sharknado style thing. And, like, there's maybe a few yeah, jokes sure. in this that are veering towards that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe, you know, where you're starting to feel it a little bit. Uh, yeah. This, thankfully, though, is a little bit pre that era. So mm-hmm. that's nice. But, um... I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of your five out of ten, and I'm, I'm trying. To ha- I'm, I'm having a hard time justifying it going up, and I'm having a hard time justifying it going down. So, right. I think five out of ten seems about fair. Again, with the conceit that we're talking about this on the level of an entertaining bad movie. Uh, right. So, there you go. All star cast. Yeah, I, I was. I was genuinely surprised by a lot of the faces in here. Yeah, all star cast. Directed, mm. uh, written and directed by the same person, David Steinman. Uh, I wonder if we know any of his other work. Uh, oh, he was assistants. Uh, oh, this is the only thing he's ever directed or written. But he was the assistant to. <laughs> so I don't know if you noticed in the uh, credits one of the producers on this. No. <laughs> uh, one of the producers for this film. I did, I, I'm sorry, I did not watch the credits. Yeah. I, I must admit. One of the producers for this was Brett Ratner. Uh, <laughs> really? Who, who okay. is a complete piece of shit, uh, by yeah. all accounts. He's uh, a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, he, this guy was the assistant to him on Red Dragon, Rush Hour 2, <laughs> The Family Man, and then he's listed as a production assistant on Castaway, What Lies Beneath, <laughs> and Inspector Gadget. And that is basically wow. his entire film career. Okay. So. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, some of those movies aren't are okay yeah notable though this is the only time he was given any type of like leadership role where he actually had decisions to make you know he, like <laughs> he was he was a helping hand um and what's interesting is that this is after all of his other credits pretty much i mean well so oh no he did he appeared to i, I guess in an interview in 2010 so that's the last like so Hopefully this didn't blacklist him. Hopefully, like, there's a if or if he was blacklisted, there was a good reason for it because it seems like he just left the cinema, or the film industry after, after this. <laughs> Maybe Goldberg was just traumatic to direct and he just couldn't do anything else with his time. He's like, nope, I'm going back to the, the butcher shop, and I'm going to be a butcher. It's That's an what he's thinking. Movie. Yeah, Tim, you need to pose for the thumbnails. So let's uh, get that done right oh, now. <clears throat> okay. I, I want to see some <laughs> Yuletide festive vibes. Okay. Three, two, one. Pause. I love it. I love it a lot. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, there you go. Uh, so mm-hmm. I will take this time to thank our Patreon producers for the month. <laughs> so thank you to Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Short, <laughs> Bolnut. Bold now, bored now, bold now. <laughs> Christopher Moy and they David... bold now, they bold now. <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, Christopher Moy and David Brown, thank you to you guys for being mm-hmm. producers uh, in this Christmassy month. Hey, seriously, thank you. Thanks for that, Tim. Uh, you can, of course, support <laughs> us at patreon.com slash TV for as little as $1 per month and get some bonuses for your triple. Uh, the Screams After Midnight rewards aren't back in play yet. We're, you know, Once Tim's on the full weekly schedule, we'll uh, have those back. But you do get early access at the $5 tier still, and you get bonuses for other shows. So if you want to help keep all the content coming, then uh, go and support us over there. But you can support us for free by simply hitting the like button, subscribing, dinging the bell for notifications, all those usual things that YouTubers tell you to do, or rating us five stars and giving us a review on iTunes or Podcast Addict, or wherever you get your podcasts from. So please do any and all of those things. Thank you very much. but that is pretty much the uh, the show. Uh, that screams after midnight. This is uh, our first of two Christmas specials this year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you enjoyed the choice of Santa's sleigh. And we have... We have a potentially interesting film for the next one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we could have went with uh, an obvious... Yeah, I might say that. We could have <laughs> <laughs> went with an obvious choice. We chose something a bit more out there, and maybe it'll pay off. Maybe it won't. Hey, that's what we're about, baby. We don't, we don't want to do the obvious stuff. Like, I mean, I'm sure you know there are probably people that are like, oh, what did, what did you do with, with, with Die Hard or something? Like, no, we're not gonna do Die Hard, okay? First of all, it's not a horror movie. Yeah, which it's is not what, a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. You shut your filthy mouth. How dare you? <laughs> But, and it's not a good movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard is so much better than most of the shite you like. like it's not even it's not even a comparison. Mr. I gave Hellboy 2019 five stars on Letterboxd. Oh, oh be still my heart. <laughs> that movie was trash. I had to stop rating things on Letterboxd because uh, all you little letterbox snitches, all, all these people, <laughs> all these people come in and message me. Hey, why'd you give this movie like three stars? Like, I, 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 you know, <laughs> enough. I'm done. <laughs> Nothing fills me with more joy than someone whining that I rated their favorite movie like with like two stars. You're like, well, I, oh, I see movie. some of the, <laughs> I see some of the your ratings. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I just gotta. Sit here patiently and just wait for my comeuppance. <laughs> the day of reckoning oh, will yes. come. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, you know, so, someone's got to rate these bland-ass Marvel movies, like the the, the, the four and five out of ten they deserve. And you leave my beloved Eternals alone. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen Eternals yet, but I've not heard good Neither things. Have I. <laughs> but if you have a, a, an unkind word about Venom 2, I will hunt you down. I, I've not seen it yet. I will come to Wales and I will kick every door down. <laughs> okay, you can do that, Timmy. I have no problem with that. You, you can go to Wales and kick down every door looking for me. I am okay with that plan. <laughs> Good times. 
<laughs> hopefully, hopefully the audience agrees. Thank you for joining us, everyone. This has been Screws After Midnight. We will see you next time. So have a nice December, a pleasant Christmas, and yeah, uh, we'll see you soon. So keep watching scary movies, and we will see you next time.